Welcome back to What She Watching Podcast. I am Shelly. Hello, I'm Andra. We're really glad to have you back for our second week of teen movies this month. Movies. Um, we got some really good picks. Yes, we've got another week of great picks. Shelly, what are you talking about? I am talking about the 2007 hit that made, I mean, Tons at the box office, Juno, mm-hmm. with um, with Elliot Page, Michael mm-hmm. Sarah, Jason Bateman, you know Jennifer Garner, Jennifer Garner, wonderful movie. Yes, I love Juno. I'm so glad that you picked this movie because it is, like I said last week, one of my favorites too. It's I love so good. it. What yep. do you watch? What are we talking about? Um, we are going to discuss the 2019. Booksmart, um, so fairly recent, fairly recent. As mm-hmm. we've discussed too on the pod, I feel like the last few years we've kind of just skipped over. So in my head, it just came out last mm-hmm. year. You know what I mean? I'm still getting caught up on things from like 2018. I know. Same. Same. I know it's sad. I know. Like Me watching too. this, I was like, "How did I miss this movie? Because this movie is freaking amazing and so funny. It is." It is so current and modern. Uh, There's so many names that are like up and coming actors and actresses right now. Yes. I was watching them with my friend on Saturday and we were just like, oh my God, that person, that person, that that person, person, that that person. person." Yes. It's crazy. I am very sorry if you can hear my dog right now, but can you hear her? I can hear your dog. Okay. Well, she's going a little nutsoid. Don't know why. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yes, no, the it, cast. Can't hear it. I mean, it's up and coming, just phenomenal young actors in this movie. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about it. It's a great pick. I'm excited to talk about it too. What have you been watching this week to kind of pass the time and get through? Uh,. I have been watching Shit's Creek still. Mm-hmm. Just that's mm-hmm. it. Like I, I feel like it. I have I mean that's it. We're we're into season 5 now. Um um uh, Patrick has proposed you know on the hike. Mm. And then mm-hmm. they did Cabaret. Um the local production of Cabaret. I think that's my favorite episode where Stevie has her moment. Stevie is so good in that episode yes it's like her episode mm. maybe this time like uh i just i love that it's so episode. good yes so that's really i'm trying to think if we've watched anything else besides these two movies and i think that's it we're just sticking to shit's creek we'll we'll probably be done with it by next week i'm sure oh yeah i'm sure you will yeah what about you shelly I haven't really been watching anything either. I watched a movie last night on Hulu, of course, thinking, oh, it's got Peyton List. This is promising. You know, she's an up and comer. Mm -hmm. It was the weirdest, dumbest movie I've ever seen. It was called The Friendship Game. Uh-huh. And I'm still trying to figure out what the heck was going on. Because I I was, this is so, it's just so weird. It's so weird. And not like a weird, cool, just weird. Just weird. Yeah, I love all your finds on Hulu, Shelley. I really do. 
<laughs> so weird. <laughs> I'm so bizarre. I just no, I don't know. I love it's it. like Hulu Hulu knows my algorithm now, so they just suggest mm-hmm. things that they know are gonna reel me in. And I'm like, you know yes. what? Sold. I'm a sucker for it. <laughs> so I'll watch it. And about yes. halfway through, I was like, this is dumb, but I can't stop watching it because now I'm invested. Yes. Yeah. And who did you say yeah. was in it? Peyton List. Peyton she's List. She's like, she's probably early 20s. She's mm-hmm. in that um, Cobra Kai show. Okay. You know about. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then she's in some other stuff. Okay. But I know she's a pretty big name with the young mm-hmm. crowd. Yes. And uh, <laughs> I, I didn't recognize anybody else in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what else did I watch? I like, like you said, I've just kind of been watching. I've watched some of Shit's Creek. I've watched some Bob's mm-hmm. Burgers. I've watched some oh, some of this, Bob's some of that. Burgers. You know, I've never watched Bob's Burgers from start to finish, but that's like on my list to get to like just do all it's of it. Probably my favorite show. It's the really? dumbest show, but it's like. It's in season one is kind of silly, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's all silly. Season two, it gets better. And it, the writing is really smart. They uh-huh. do a lot of like wordplay and, mm-hmm. you know, references to pop culture. And there's so many actors, like big names that are voices, yes. like mm-hmm. um, Nick Offerman and Megan Mullally are regulars nice. on there. Um and it's just stupid, but it's funny. It's one of those you can have on in the background and just laugh mm-hmm. at a random thing. You don't really yes. have to know what's going on. <laughs> but I don't know. It, it's good in that, um, you know, it's just kind of uplifting and yeah. silly. I've caught some episodes here and there, and I've laughed at every single one of them. Yeah. And so, you know, it's just funny. Yes. Funny. It has the girl from 30 Rock in it, right? That is so Mm -hmm. bizarrely funny. I love her. She's so different. She's hilarious. And I cannot remember her name right now. I can't remember her name either. She plays Louise. And then just a bunch of comedians. You know, I'm not a big fan of like Family Guy. I'm not a big fan Mm -hmm. of Rick and Morty. It's a little too much for me, but this one is just spot on. There's some really good stuff. That might be our next so, comedy watch. I mean, it's one, you're just going to get hooked because it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, Shelly, yeah. um, I think you are first this week, I think. I think I am because you discussed. Um, oh, that's right. Did you we watch, had our. Did you watch last week? Yeah. Mean Girls and 10 Things, you which we mean haven't girls. released. We well, haven't released yet, but both of these are going to be released tomorrow. <laughs> Yes. I mean, on uh, Wednesday, and uh-huh. everybody will get a bonus. I'm sorry that uh, we have to have technical difficulties, but it's okay. It's a double. It's a two for one. It's a two for so, one, and um, we're back on track. So we're back on track. Yep. Here we are, back at it. Um, I am discussing Juno, which mm-hmm. <clears throat> when it first came out, I saw it in the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, me too. It was one that instantly appealed to me just because of the vibes. It had that, you know, indie mm-hmm. kind of Wes Anderson, you know, yes. retro vibe. Mm-hmm. Very, very much like Michael Sarah heyday. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it has that. It, it's very indie. Um, yes. And when I first saw the trailer, I was like, this looks really cool because, mm-hmm. you know, I had seen 
Jason Bateman. Well, Jason Bateman's always been a favorite, but mm-hmm. I'd seen Michael Sarah and Jason Bateman in Arrested Development. And, yes. um, you know, just, just spoke to me. Mm-hmm. And after I watched it, I was like, this is one of my favorite movies. This is just yeah. the best. I love mm-hmm. the lingo. I love the mm-hmm. the style. I love the way, you know, the characters act around each other. It's it's mm-hmm. just a classic. Yes. And um one of my favorites. It is a classic. Like you said, the lingo, it's it's got a whole different vibe. And you're right. And like mm-hmm. uh comparing it to like a Wes Anderson movie, it's got its own vibe mm-hmm. um throughout. Like the yeah. the music in it. The look uh-huh. of it, the clothes, the everything, every the way they talk, yeah. it's all there. It's very 2007. Yes. Like, if you were a young 20-something in 2007, you dressed like these people. Like, you listen to the indie bands, and it, it, it's yep. very 2007, very of its time. Um, yeah. And, you know, Scott, I always think of Scott Pilgrim versus the world with mm-hmm. Michael Sarah. It's same vibes. Yeah. Same vibes. Um, just a fun watch, like, but there's a lot of um, depth to it. Also, mm-hmm. it's hilarious, yeah. but there's there's a lot of conversation to be had. Um, this was released in 2007. Um, the director is Jason Reitman. He works mm-hmm. with Diablo Cody a lot. They did Young yes. Adult together. They did Tully. Tully. Yeah, Tully. Yeah, Tully. They did Tully together. Um, and then obviously Diablo Cody was the writer. She's phenomenal with her. Just the way she writes is creative. It's it's accurate. It's like it's, it's very tangible. Yeah, I I love her writing. Me um, too. Just a quick rundown of the cast. So okay. this was um, like Elliot Page's big like she had been in things before but this was mm-hmm. like her movie yeah um it really put her on the map she was nominated for it just huge movie um michael sarah obviously this was his heyday uh, jennifer garner jason bateman jk simmons love jk simmons love and him. he was another shout out to the director jason reitman who also um was a producer on whiplash okay. so Kind of that connection there. Allison Janney, my second Allison Love Janney her. film in a row because she is a queen. Yes. Olivia Thorlby, mm-hmm. who plays her friend Leah. And then we have a little cameo from Rain Wilson, which I thought was really cool. Yes. Because he's awesome. So just I have- just to give a brief synopsis of, mm-hmm. of the plot. Um, it's set up and organized in four different seasons. And there's a reason for that because um, this is about a teen pregnancy and they kind of wanted to depict the different trimesters and what was going on in these seasons. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Juno is a 16 year old high school junior in Minnesota. We, we open on her. She's walking around in the first the opening credits are amazing, by the I way. It's them. all animated. Yeah. It's her just walking. And then it kind of moves into her walking around drinking a giant jug of Sunny D. <laughs> yeah. And she she walks to a gas station and Rain Wilson's character, this is great. You mm-hmm. know, she, we find out she's taking pregnancy tests. That's why she's drinking um, 
gallons of Sunny D. Um, she has she becomes pregnant after a one night stand with her with her um, best friend Bleaker, mm-hmm. Polly Bleaker, who is Michael Sarah's character. They they had sex in her chair, yes. and the chair is kind of a symbol. She moves the chair to his front lawn to tell him. Mm-hmm. Um, she decides, you know, she goes and tells him he's a he's a runner. He wears these ridiculously short shorts, Those you know, shorts. And a sweatman all the time. Yeah. Um, the the track team in this movie remind me very much of like a Wes Anderson film, and the fact oh, yeah. that they're just kind of a running gag. They're always and there. They're always in the background. The, the color is so <laughs> like the splash of color. Yeah. Um, they're a character of an, in and of themselves. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she. She goes and she tells Bleaker, she's like, hey, I'm pregnant. And he's like, oh, what are you going to do? She's like, I'm, you know, the the phrase she uses, I'm going to nip it in the butt. So mm-hmm. she decides she's going to go have an abortion. And when she shows up, you know, there's this girl there that's protesting. So sweet. You know, she's trying to get her <laughs> to change her mind. And Gina's like, well, I don't care. Um and she's like, well, your baby has fingernails. And that, that kind of clicked with her. She's like, fingernails. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay. And she walks on into the clinic and she she's almost about to. And then something just changes in her and she decides mm-hmm. she doesn't want to have an abortion. Yeah. But she also decides in that moment she doesn't want to keep the baby either. She wants to give it up for adoption. Yeah. Now, something I want to address right here, right now, mm. is... <laughs> uh, um, Diablo Cody, in writing this, in writing mm-hmm. this film, she did not expect this to be used as political leverage for yes. pro-life mm-hmm. movement. She is pro-choice herself. She stated very clearly that this was done because Juno just decided it. It wasn't yes. whether she thought it was a moral dilemma or whether she thought it was right or wrong or whether mm-hmm. she thought all babies. She it wasn't that. It was a spur of the moment decision because this is a 16 year old girl She's child. 16. Yes. And she decided I think maybe I'll just give it to somebody else. It wasn't a political statement. Right. So I that is very yes. important. And it's also important to say that Diablo Cody has been asked if she would do this all over again. She said no, which is very sad to me mm-hmm. because this is such a phenomenal movie and piece of art. It mm-hmm. was it was the highest grossing Oscar nominated film of that year. It's wow. it's been like it's one of the best. And yeah. <clears throat> for people to just take it and politicize it really uh, yeah loses the art and the story and the narrative of judo which is what this Gina. is about it's not about anybody's platform no just very quickly i want to say that i think yeah. this movie is extremely pro-choice because juno mm-hmm. is given options mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. what she wants for her own well-being and that's the point it's pro-choice she has options she has, she has options, options. And she has supportive adults around her yes. that don't shame her. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. I will say her dad looks very disappointed. And that, mm-hmm. that part gets me. I can't handle yes. <laughs> the disappointed dad. I, I yes. cried. Um, mm-hmm. Just because, you know, we've all been there. Um, mm-hmm. And you can tell that her and her dad have a 
have a special bond and he just yeah it's he wasn't shaming her he wasn't telling her that she was nasty nobody did it mm-hmm. just it's the it's the ability to see that she could make that choice and that she would be supported by the adults in her life making that choice yeah, yeah. you know and her friend, and her best Alice friend, Gianni, too. Yeah, her best friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love when Allison Janney, you know, she tells her, she tells her parents, hi, I'm pregnant. This is what happened. Mm-hmm. And they go through, she tells them her, her plan. Um, and I, I, I'm getting way sidetracked. Let me finish the plot. Oh, no, you're good. <laughs> so we, she decides, she decides to give the baby up for adoption. So her and her best friend are sitting there brainstorming and her friend's like, you can find a couple in the penny saver ads. <laughs> yeah. Which is such a 16-year-old thing to do. Yes. And she's like, the penny saver? She's like, yeah, I'm sure there's people looking for spawn, you know. Um, love the language. And they find this this couple, um, Jennifer Garner, Jason Bateman's characters, who this wealthy couple in a very nice area of town, you know, nice suburbs that are trying to have a baby. They want a baby. So she's made this plan before she consults her parents and tells her that she's pregnant. She goes in and she tells her dad and stepmother, you know, that she is pregnant. She has found a couple in the penny saver ads. She tells them who the father is, you know, they go through this whole thing. And then the thing I really like is Brenda, Allison, Janice. First of all, I love Brenda. Allison Janney's character yeah. is hilarious. The best. She just so funny. Every movie she's in, she steals the scene because she's just so funny. But I, I really like it when she they go through. She just starts to make a list of you're going to need this, you're going to need that, and then before she does, she's like, "Have you considered the alternative?" Like mm. asking her that question without yeah. shame, without right, without like just saying, "Hey, you, this mm-hmm. is an option for you." Like you said. We yeah. need more of that. We need yes. more of this because, yeah. you know, it I happens. Think, I mean, I think the whole movie um, portrays a 16-year-old, a teenager, so just not equipped and not mature mm-hmm. enough to take care yeah. of a child. Like, it portrays that difference in adulthood well, versus a 16-year-old. Even that that quote she says when she walks in and her dad's like, "What's going on, Junebug?" She's like, "I'm just dealing with things way beyond my maturity level." Yeah, you know, not yep. all sixteen year olds are that self aware to know that they are not mature enough to be dealing with yes. what they're dealing with. Yeah, and when we force young girls and yes. their boyfriends or whomever to get married because they are pregnant, <laughs> yes, you are opening yourself up for a lifetime of disappointment. Not that. Not that I'm saying it doesn't work out because it does. Right. Yeah. But that should not be the basis of a marriage. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, when you're 16 years old. Mm-hmm. I really, really, really appreciate this movie for the way mm-hmm. her choices were depicted and respected. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. they were. Nobody yep. questioned them. Nobody told her what she should do. Mm-hmm. They said, okay, this was your decision. These are your consequences. What are your choices? Right. That is how you deal with that. I feel like, and I feel like it was done beautifully. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, we see Juno go through 
she decides to give the baby up for adoption. Her dad goes with her to meet this couple. There's this very well-to-do couple. Um, Jason Bateman's character, Mark, writes jingles for <laughs> uh, commercials. Uh, Vanessa, I don't know what Vanessa does, but they're, they're, very, they're living very well. Mm-hmm. Um, they decide, yes, we will, you know, she's like, yeah, I'll give you my baby. Um, I also love the way Judo talks about her baby the whole, the whole way through. <laughs> she's not condescending toward it. She's not hateful toward it, but she's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, you can have this thing when it comes out. Um, yep. <laughs> and they sign papers, you know, decide that's going to be that. Throughout the course of the movie, you know, Juno is, she comes back and visits because, again, she's a 16-year-old girl, and she's very friendly, extroverted. She's like, hey, Mark, you know, husband of the, or father of the future, mm-hmm. my future baby, you know, mm-hmm. she she hangs out with them because they have a lot in common. They've got mm-hmm. music in common, horror movies, you mm-hmm. know, and she's not really connecting the fact that that's incredibly inappropriate and that he's not being, he's not being appropriate with her. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Brenda, her mom, her stepmom mentions that she's like, he is a married man. You don't need to be going and hanging out over there. Mm -hmm. She also sees um, Vanessa in a different light. Whenever she sees her in the mall, you know, she thinks Vanessa's just kind of the stuck up basic white girl. And she basically, she sees her with another kid and she realizes that this is who she wants to be the mother of her child. I really, I love the scene when they're at the mall and Vanessa comes up and touches her belly and, you know, they share that, that moment. It's very intimate. Yeah. And I think, you know, Juno's like, yeah, I've made a good choice here. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that that was depicted. Mm-hmm. Um as we go on, we, we, we find out that Vanessa and Mark have tried before they can't have kids. They've actually gotten to where they were going to adopt a kid and then it fell through. So they're both kind of very hesitant and anxious for this to be a reality. In Juno, in Juno's mind, it's made up. It's already happening. Like there's no reason for it not to. So why are they panicking? Um, and then we find out, you know, Juno and Polly Bleeker, when they hooked up, they were friends. He mm-hmm. is in love with her. She is very abrasive. <laughs> <laughs> and she's, you know, they don't they're not really together this whole movie. He he impregnated her, but they're not together. He mm. pretty much tells her, you know, I I think you're beautiful. I love you. And mm-hmm. she doesn't know what to do with that. So yeah she acts aggressive toward him and mm-hmm. <laughs> one of my favorite scenes she tells him you know in the hallway she's like i'm a planet and you're going to mm-hmm. prom with or the dance with you know what's her face she smells like soup and she gives me the stink eye she and smells like soup. you know they're just going back and forth he's yes. like i wouldn't marry you you'd be the meanest wife ever you know mm-hmm. just this this tension um yeah. builds because they don't ever really talk about the fact that they got pregnant um and they they get into little snippy arguments um you know she's got her good friend her her good friend leah who has crushes on high school teachers i think it's hilarious (laughs) um she we see a scene with her talking to a very a very much older man not attractive looks like your regular teacher yeah and she's talking about how she loves woody allen that's 
I know. Very good joke there. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, long story short, Juno finds out Mark is going to be leaving Vanessa because he doesn't want to have a baby and he's talking to Juno about getting this really cool loft and like all this other stuff and very it's very suggestive toward Juno uh-huh. if you if you watch it as an adult yes <laughs> and I, when i first yep. saw it i was an adult too but i'm more of an adult now and i realize <laughs> things now that i'm watching and i'm like oh yeah that's that yeah. he was definitely grooming her mm-hmm. um he was but you Ugh. see you see that yep her like he he tells Vanessa that he wants a divorce and so Juno's like what the hell like mm-hmm. you're supposed to be taking care of this baby and what's going to happen and um you know she sits and cries in the car it's very 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 emotional mm-hmm. then she goes back and leaves a note on the door for Vanessa saying hey if you're still in I'm in yeah. so i love that i love it woman supporting woman like this is what we signed up to do you want a baby you're going to be a Mm -hmm. good mom i don't care what his thing is over Mm -hmm. here he's not going to support you no matter what but i will um that was a great scene it was you know eventually she goes into labor thundercats are go her dad (laughs) yes her dad is the best now can i just say he is like yes First, I love J.K. Simmons. He is the best dad. I, mm-hmm. I really appreciate that he he told her up, up front. He was like, he's not happy about the situation. He's disappointed. Yeah. But he doesn't love her less. And he doesn't yeah. treat her like a pariah because he doesn't nope. agree with what happened. He's, yeah. he, he and Brenda. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you know, they go. Know. And she has the baby. And <laughs> Oh, that scene just kills me because he's just sitting there talking to her and he's like, you know, you're going to be back here on your own terms someday. Just really supporting what she did. And yeah. then Polly comes from his track meet. <laughs> yes, and those shorts. And, yeah, and those shorts. And I, I really appreciate that, you know, um, Mr. McDuff doesn't like he's not aggressive or rude or hateful no. or spiteful toward Polly. Mm-hmm. He's, he just kind of gives him a pat on the shoulder because it's a hard thing they're going through. Mm-hmm. And then we end on this scene with, um, you know, Polly and Juno are, are kind of holding each other after mm-hmm. she has the baby, you know, Jennifer Garner's character goes in and, and holds the baby for the first time. Mm-hmm. We see Brenda there telling her she looks like a, a new mother. It's just, yes. it will get oh. you in the yeah. feels. Yes. And then um we you know we cut to the next season. Mm. And in the next season you see Juno riding her bike over to Bleaker's house. They sit down and they play a song together and it's just mm-hmm. it's adorable. It is. And um and they make it through, you know. Mm-hmm. They end up together. You uh, find Vanessa out ends he's up with the, the best, baby. He's the best boyfriend ever. She's the best I boyfriend think. ever. Mm-hmm. He loves her, you know, yeah. and it's just very sweet. It's very, it it's a very sweet movie. It, it's an mm-hmm. unlikely movie for it to be such a sweet movie. Mm-hmm. Like you, if you put yeah. it on paper, you're like, this is about a teen pregnancy, but it is, it's extremely mm-hmm. sweet and it's endearing. And it's, it, it just, it, I've been talking nonstop for 20 minutes. I, it's so I good. Know. 
one it of It is best. so good. And I love um, at the end, like you didn't know what she wrote on that little yellow note mm-hmm. at first mm-hmm. until the end of the movie where they zoom in that she had framed that note up in the nursery. Above the crib. Yes. Where, where she says, was going to put the family portrait. <laughs> yeah, she was going to put the family portrait um, with her jerk husband and the new baby. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. And you're so right. When you watched, like, when we watched it in 2007, it's like you, like, really didn't pick up on how he was grooming her. And when you watch it now, you're just like, oh, my God. Gosh, it's just it's just some of the things he says and some of the things he does. Mm-hmm. You're like, that's not appropriate. Not appropriate. You're the adult. It's not appropriate for you to be hanging out in a basement with a 16 year old girl. Mm-hmm. It's not appropriate for you. Like, let me talk about the things that are not appropriate. And at the time, I watched it. I'm like, oh, it's Jason Bateman. He's a sweet guy. I yeah. love him. Right. <laughs> now I'm like, oh man, this is so oh. creepy and wrong. So creepy. So creepy. And it, uh, it's just. Anyway, I don't like I, seeing my Jason play a, a bad character, but he does it very well. I mean, Ozark. But, it, I mean, he does yeah. such a good job in this movie of just being a nasty mm-hmm. creep. And yes. by the end, you're just like, get out. Leave. Yeah, go. And I like the little tell-off that Jennifer Gardner had mm. um, at the end where she just She's like, aren't you cool? <laughs> aren't you a cool guy still your shirt is stupid like he had you know a ripped band t-shirt on still mm-hmm. and she's like your shirt is stupid grow up like you mm-hmm. get to go because he's going to get a loft downtown you know yeah and um, they they get they can share the same lawyer call an open divorce yes. or whatever right so and uh, uh so stupid but i just love that juno realized that she would still be a good mom and that um, she could do this on her own, you know, because mm-hmm. that's that's what she wanted. That's really what she wanted. She wanted a baby. She wanted, mm-hmm. you know, and and screw Mark for that too, because he knew. Uh, he it, knew. It's one thing yep. if you get into a marriage and you both don't want kids. Mm-hmm. If you say you want kids, yeah, you don't. That's not okay to. It's just not okay to change that decision. It's not. Mm-mm. Um, if you do that as a couple, that's one thing, but that is something really big. And to be, to go through and be supportive of someone in that, and then pull out at the last minute. Yeah. It's a real dickhead move. Really? Completely. He was, he was a complete dickhead. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So just some fun facts here. J.K. Simmons, you know, Mr. McDuff, he... Mm -hmm wanted to be in this movie so bad he was like i will be the teacher with no lines put me in this movie <laughs> he wanted it yeah. um billy joe armstrong of green day loved this movie so much and loved the line that bryn said <laughs> Brenda, which he said you can't drive you didn't drive out to east jesus nowhere you know just he he loved that that he put it in a song mm-hmm. and it's called east jesus nowhere How um funny. jennifer garner decided mm-hmm. she wasn't going to take as big of a salary for this production. She knew wow. it was going to be an indie and could make very little money. And this has ended up being the highest uh, grossing film of her career. I love her. Um, I just love her so she's much. Just, she seems like I such a genuine person. Yes. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't yep. bullshit. She's very mm-hmm. down to earth, very genuine, very kind. 
And yes. she's not you, a diva. No. Do you do you have her Instagram? Do you follow her? I do, and I love it so much. She's the best. She is she's hilarious. The best. Anyway, continue. I, I love just it. love her. Yeah. Um, the famous hamburger phone that we see mm-hmm. Juno using is actually Diablo Cody's personal phone. Oh, there were funny. no cell phones used at all in the shooting of this movie. And this was 2007. So cell phones mm-hmm. were a thing. Yeah. Um, and then they wanted to title this movie June bug because they call her June bug, but Amy Adams in 05 had released June bug and That's they did not right. want that to be confused. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the first film by Fox Searchlight Pictures to gross over a hundred million dollars at the nice. box office. So great. And uh yeah, I think I think that's all my fun facts. Okay. So it's amazing. Um, it is amazing. I love when little indie films like this, like genuine storytellers, filmmakers get together and do like a passion project like this and it mm-hmm. turns out to be just such a, a huge success hit. i love huge it hit. and you know it was well, it, I, yeah word of mouth you know i think a lot of mm-hmm. people i remember at the time like oh you gotta go see juno it's so good it's so good mm-hmm. uh, it was such a big deal mm-hmm. that's such you know deal. that's how napoleon dynamite got really big it's yes, just like that same that's right. mm-hmm very small production. This movie was only filmed in 31 days. Wow. They had 31 days to film this movie and they did it. And mm-hmm. it was a very small budget. But look at the success. I mean, oh, it's I a story that it. needed to be told and it's perfect. Yes. Um, did you know this is some um, lesbian um, trivia for you here? Ooh, I'm ready for some lesbian the- trivia. The filming of this Elliot Page um, and Olivia Thurbley, her best friend mm-hmm. of the movie, they had a little thing um, while did. filming. Yes. I would not have known that ever. Yes. I didn't um, know Olivia was, was gay. She, I mean, she might be. She was in the new um, L Word, the new Generation Q um, L Word for a small amount of time. So. Mm-hmm. I I did not know, but Elliot Page's memoir came out, and that was revealed in the memoir. That's See, I would have thought that item. she was having a fling with Michael Sarah. Nope, because that's what I thought. Yeah, but knowing <laughs> now what I know now, uh-huh. there's I'm some. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah, that's I love great. it. I love it when I find out things like that, like lesbian behind the scenes stuff. Like, Ooh, I'll, I'll yeah. be on the I'll be on the hunt for lesbian trivia for you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay, Shelly, so do you remember, I mean, we've already discussed this, going to see it in the theater. We, you already talked so, about that. But this year, okay, so this was um, filmed in 07. It came out in 07, so it was nominated for the 08 um, Academy Awards. I had seen mm-hmm. it prior. But mm-hmm. that February for Valentine's Day, my aunt and uncle gave me a ticket to the movie theater to watch all five Oscar pictures. How cool. So I, I mean, I got, I got my blanket and my pillow and I went to the movie theater at Grapevine Mills Mall. And it was Uh so cool. Like just all five. That was, and that was a crazy year. I think the only movie 
I didn't really like that year was Michael Clayton with um, oh yeah with George Clooney. George Clooney. It was yeah. kind of slow, but I mean yeah. that was the year we had um, hmm. the Daniel Day Lewis. There will be blood. There will be blood. Um, yeah. There were a lot. There were some really good ones that year. Yeah. And so I watched it again in the theater mm-hmm. on that on that what little a loop cool there. gift. I it love was very that. cool. It was very cool. I would totally do it again. Yeah. Just a total movie marathon. That would be so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if they probably don't do that anymore. Do you think? I don't know if they do it anymore. Because everybody not can because... watch it at home. Yeah, and now they nominate at least. I mean, I think they up the picture nominations to where uh-huh. they can have like ten. Am I wrong on that? Mm-hmm. But there's a um, lot. There's a lot more. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite? Your top two are your just favorite scenes in the movie. This is tough. We always say it's so tough because it is. I mean, that's very I hard. I love it when they go to get the sonogram mm-hmm. and Brenda tells off the sonogram Oh, tech yes. Yeah. Because she was being kind of judgy. Mm-hmm. And Brenda just goes off on her. And I'm like, I love that's that. what a stepmom should be. Because she, yes. Juno's not her natural child, but she, mm-hmm. and, and I really, really like that they have that dynamic where mm-hmm. she treats her like she's her child. You know, yeah. they're she's very direct she's very honest with her but she's her mother she doesn't mm-hmm. she doesn't let her get by with things but she also is very loving and caring yes and no. i just love that scene i love that scene I because it's that. like don't talk to my kid that way um mm-hmm. and i love, <laughs> i love um the scene where she and Michael Sarah get in the argument in the hallway. Because <laughs> they're just it's trading so barbs back and forth. And they it's are. just the most random conversation. You know? And it's in it. There's so many it, scenes. I know. And that scene really brings home the point that these are children having this conversation. Mm-hmm. That she's they're about ill-equipped. to have a baby. So ill equipped. Um, and they're having this normal 16-year-old conversation while she mm-hmm. is huge. I mean, she's sitting there huge. She's like, I am a planet. I'm a planet. And I love that line where she says, um, you don't have the evidence underneath your sweater. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to walk around with the evidence underneath yeah. your sweater. No, I'm a planet. It, 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 that line is very, it, it's so um, impactful because it, it's true. Who yeah. gets the shame? Who gets the who gets the mm-hmm. looks? Who gets the you know, he's nobody's given him any kind of nope. shit. I mean she's he gets to go all. to prom. He gets to go to prom mm-hmm. with the girl that smells like soup. Katrina Juno. Katrina DeVore, that's right. Uh the yeah. stink eye. And then they show her and she's actually like doing some weird stink eye. She's like, I think that's just how her face looks. <laughs> that's just how her face is. <laughs> Uh, it cracks me. There's so many things that just tickle me. I love when um no. <laughs> Juno walks in and Brenda's like, Did you barf in my urn? I love She's like, that. No. No. But she She's really like, she had a blue, blue slushy. Yes. yes. And she I think my favorite slushy. line 
is when she and um Brenda are arguing mm-hmm. and Brenda's talking about the fact that she's made a lot of sacrifice. She's like, you're allergic to dog saliva. And someday when you move out, I'm getting two Weimaraners. And then Juno's my favorite lady. She's like, whoa, dream big. Dream big. (laughs) (laughs) And at the end. It's the dumbest argument. But you know. It really is. family has an argument like that. You feel very passionate Mm -hmm. about, you know, why are you Mm -hmm. being a little shit right now? I don't have Weimaraners because of you. Because of you. Um, and you know what? At the end of the movie, they show her with Weimaraners. Like, she's there it. holding, like, two of them on a picnic. I love it like, so much. <laughs> no. Um, my favorite, I think my favorite line is at the beginning with um, Rain Wilson when she's taking the pregnancy test. It's just so cool. It's just such cool writing. He's like... This ain't no etch a sketch. Um, that's one doodle that can't be undid. Home undid. skillet, undid. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's just perfect. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Just the all the the language is very like they've got their own lingo. They've got their own kind of slang, mm-hmm. and it's it's not derogatory. It's not. It's it's funny. It's funny. It is I love funny. that Bleaker always says wizard when he's excited. He's like, wizard. <laughs> I think it's so funny. Uh, and he oh has a God. whole orange Tic Tac obsession. And he's um, obsessed with orange Tic Tacs. Yeah. No, just stuffs his okay. mailbox through. I, I love it when he's like, did you like uh, put 100 Tic Tacs in my mailbox this morning? Yes. <laughs> yep. He's like, I think I'm set for until college for my orange Tic Tacs. I have enough. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, this is going to be a tough one. Who stole the show? What performance? It is tough because there's so many good performances. They're all so I mean, good. Jennifer Garner did such a great job. I Jason know. Bateman did such a great job. Allison Janney. Mm-hmm. I mean, Michael, it, it, it was all so good. I can't really pick one. I know. Jennifer? Jennifer? Jennifer Garner's character. Show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She definitely brought the humanity and like the uh-huh. sweet, like you think she's one way, but then she turns out to be mm-hmm. um, something well, you just different. think she's stuck up. You think mm-hmm. she's stuck up and judgy and she's just not. That's not who Mm-mm. she is at all. Um, and I, I do love um, Allison Janney. I think she's so I great. Know. I think She's her so the way she acted this this part is just very endearing. It's very so endearing. endearing. So sweet. Like such a sweet mm-hmm. supportive parent. Mm-hmm. But also like you said doesn't let Juno get away with mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. stuff. She calls it like it is. She does. Yeah. And I you yeah. know I really like the conversation that Juno has with her dad. When she's like, can anybody mm-hmm. ever make it for yes. good? And he's like, you know, I my track record's not great, but mm-hmm. your stepmom and I have been going strong for 10 years. You know, it's like, it doesn't always happen the way you think it's going to happen. You know? Yeah. I, that conversation, he's like, the right person's going to think, um, you know. Sunshine's the, out of your ass. The sunshine's out of your ass. Like, just find somebody that likes you for you. Like, it's... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing, and that's, nothing that's else. such an important message mm-hmm. for all girls to hear. 
girls, women, females. Mm -hmm. Just be yourself. Don't try to be somebody else. Yeah. And so I think Juno realized that bleaker was... I need to take that own advice. Well, I mean, everybody does. I mean, everybody does. Um. And I think she realized that Bleaker, you know, in those in that moment in high school, that uh-huh. Bleaker allowed her to be herself. Didn't allow yeah. her. That's an awful word that I just said. Anyway, Bleaker accepted Juno for who she was. Yeah, and, and the, that when was she was saying, "Like, are you still going to think I'm cute when I'm huge? When I have, mm-hmm. you know?" And he's like, "I, I think you're cute. I'm going to think you're beautiful. You're always cute. It's like, I you always know, think that's, you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's really." good on his part you know yes mm-hmm. yep okay Shelly what characters did you identify with not sure hmm. that I well I mean was I kind of weird and rebellious yeah, I wasn't really that rebellious I was kind of weird like Juno um weird cool like Juno thank you <laughs> she is very cool um she is cool but, you know, just kind of quirky, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I relate to her in that. I, it wasn't a teen mom, thankfully, but um, just kind of going through figuring out what in the world you're supposed to do with your life when you're that age, mm-hmm. when so many other people have it together, you know? Yeah. It's like, Polly obviously has his running and, you know, everybody has their own thing. She's mm-hmm. trying to figure it out. Um, yeah. So mildly mildly identified with her on that level mm-hmm. but i really can't say i identified with anybody else yeah um yeah. i do know what it's like to want a baby mm-hmm. and not be able to have a baby so mm-hmm. you know i could identify with jennifer garner in that instance mm-hmm. i don't it, you know i kind of moved past that in my life but understanding how hard that is to be a family unit without that that missing what you feel is a missing piece right um that's difficult that's difficult mm-hmm. yeah but, you know i'm like but besides that nobody i just named two people but you know what i'm saying <laughs> yes i know what you're saying but nobody <laughs> um so do you think this movie has aged well oh 100 percent I don't think there's anything in this movie that's offensive, that's off-putting. I think it's a a fabulous movie. There's Mm -hmm. not horrible language in it. There's not horrible violence in it. Mm -mm. (laughs) I mean, I haven't picked movies on this podcast. (laughs) But, you know, it's one of those that just, it's a a timeless story. You can watch it with anybody. Even the subject matter is very mature, but it's still in it's delivered in such a way that it's very comfortable to watch with mixed audiences you know what i'm saying yeah mm-hmm. yeah I there's nothing great graphic movie. there's nothing graphic uh-uh. or exploitative uh-uh. in this movie at all uh-uh. yeah it's a hard subject to talk about but it's mm-hmm. a necessary subject to talk about and i think it was handled very well i think so too uh well shelly that I loved you know, and I love that you picked it, and I got to rewatch it again for like the fiftieth time. It's it's a great rewatch because it, it just makes you laugh. Mm-hmm. It makes you laugh. It'll it'll it's tug a, at your heartstrings. It will, but yep. it's funny. It is funny. It's funny. It's but sweet. It's very uplifting. Yes, 
uplifting. Um, it's a comfort too. It's one of those mm -hmm. pieces mm -hmm. that like you just feel comfort. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just like the, how the houses look and like their mm -hmm. Juno's home. Like I love it because it seems it's so home normal and normal. Yes. Like mm -hmm. I, I just love it. I love it, it feels like a house you would grow up in. It does. And Polly, like Bleaker's house, same way. Mm -hmm. And then like they showed the difference between th where they live versus where like Vanessa, Jennifer Garner mm -hmm. and all of them lived, you know, in the, mm -hmm. in the, um, big cookie cutter mm -hmm. development, you know? Exactly. Anyway. Yeah. Yes. I thought it was great. I think it's just a great flick. So if you haven't watched it, go watch it. Yeah. Go watch it. It's on H. It's on Max, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. It's, on, it's Max. on Max. Yeah. Cool, Shelly. Good pick. Thank you. Thank you. I Great am excited pick. to talk about Booksmart because this movie made me cry laughing. Just, I've watched it twice this week. It's so good. It's awesome. Yes. All right, Booksmart. Let's get into it, Shelly. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, Booksmart. 2019 so it's really kind of current i would say although we are in 2023 so that makes it uh four years old four, four years old four years old four years old that's insane anyway four years old um directed by olivia wilde and most everybody knows olivia wilde because she's an actress and this was her first directorial debut this was her first movie and golly she knocked it out of the park i think she did this. she did just so good um so let's see the screenwriters i want to mention them too emily halpern sarah haskins and Susanna fogel were the writers of this movie um they wrote this movie i don't know probably four or five years prior to them making it and caitlin deaver was attached to like play be in the movie like the first first really she was the first sign on pretty much um and then olivia wilde came on <laughs> she's so good um so i'll I'll get into the plot of book smart right now and then i'll i guess i'll get into the cast um yeah. after that so book smart follows two best friends uh played by beanie felstein and caitlin deaver caitlin is amy and beanie felstein is molly so it's amy and molly um Two best friends that have really, really, like, they are high achievers. They have done what mm -hmm. they were supposed to do throughout their high school career. They were good girls. Mm -hmm. Much like you and me, Shelly. Like, a lot of them remind I saw reminds, a lot of things. I yes. saw a lot of things in this movie. I'm like, oh, my God, that's me and Andra. That oh, was my us. God, that's me and Andra. That was us. Maybe not the <laughs> high achieving part. No, not you know like what? going to Harvard. No. But we were high achieving in other areas. Dig it. And we, we were, were good girls. Yes, we were. And we uh didn't want to get in trouble, you know. Mm -hmm. We we didn't. So, two very high achievers. Um about to graduate. This is like the last day of school. And so what kind of sets things in motion is um Amy, played by B No, Molly is in the bathroom 
And, you know, this is the new generation, right? They have gender-neutral bathrooms. So there's boys in there, girls in there. Which threw me off. I'm like, why are they all in the same bathroom? They are all in the same bathroom. She's in the stall, of course, and she hears a few of her classmates talking about her. Um, And not really, like, there's so much. I'll get into this more, too. But it wasn't like your typical, let me insult looks or let me insult Mm -hmm. they were just really making a comment on what a good like good girl she is she's intense you know her personality you know i would make sweet love to her if if i could put a bag over her personality (laughs) yes thank you that is the line um so i know so she comes out, and again, this is like in an older movie, she probably would have sat in there and cried and cried and cried mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. would not have confronted any of it. But she storms out of the stall, confronts this group, and basically tells them off, like, you know, I'm going to Harvard. What are y'all going to be doing? Like, I have worked my ass off. I'm going to Harvard. Like, y'all can yeah. just kiss me. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yes. One of those two. They don't care either way. One of those two. Male people care. Yes, they do. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, So it turns out that all three of these classmates, one's going to like Stanford, one's going to back to Yale too. She's like, I got into Yale too. And then the other guy who's in Stranger Things. um, Love him. I know. It's like, I'm I'm not going to college, but I got, you know, Google. I got recruited. Is, got recruited by Google. You know, I'm going to make like trip, you know, in the, in the like, six I'm digits. In the mid, mid six digits. Mid six and digits. And she's like, you, know. you failed seventh grade twice. <laughs> yeah, you failed seventh grade Multiple twice. Multiple intelligences. Yes. And so then that sets off. It really kind of makes her mad. Like, I've done everything right. I've worked my ass off. And these people are fools, you know, and they they had the same result, the same end result. Well, the line that AAA says, first of all, they shouldn't call her AAA. We'll get to that. No. But the line she says to her in the bathroom, she's like, we do care about school. We just don't only care about school. Care about school. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, thus begins, like, this is their last night. Graduation is tomorrow. So, she goes to her best friend, and they're like, we have to. I mean, it's just like, I can't believe this has happened. We, have, we haven't we have lived high school life, so let's fit everything in to our last night one of night. high school. In one night, let's do it. And so, there's a big party, of course, at the popular guy's house that night that they're trying to get to. So they have some stumbling blocks along the way throughout their night. Um, They end up at a couple of other parties that were hilarious, like that their classmates were throwing. Um, One party that had nobody there on a a yacht, like rich, rich guys. Actor Skyler. um, Yes, I can't remember his name. Love him. I'll look Um, it up. Skyler, I cannot. Gazondo. Skylar Gazondo. He's in yeah. a lot of stuff. If y'all, he's in if Righteous y'all Gemstones. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. 
Um, and his best friend in this movie is played by Billy Lord. Her name is Gigi, and she is hilarious. I mean, Carrie she Fisher's is daughter. Yes, Carrie Fisher's daughter. Gigi is she her is own. So funny. She is so funny. She's out there. She's everywhere. She's her own There's movie. Right... She is like, her own movie. I would watch yes. a spinoff with just her. I would too. She's just ridiculous. Ridiculous. She's everywhere. Like she'll end up wherever the girls are at. She'll just pop up, and that's like a running gag. <laughs> like, no way! How are you here? Um, <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> uh, so they show up like at his yacht party. Then they go to this other character that I love too. We have two characters that I love, played by Austin Crew, Alan, and then. Um, Oh, George. what's he? George's name? George. He's not Noah Ga- Galvin. Yes, Noah. Noah Galvin. Thank you, Noah Galvin. Thank you. Um, they are two just wonderfully wonderful theatrical gay guys, right? Very um, much reminiscent of the Birdcage, if you will. Yes, yes, yes. That. So, they're into theater and Shakespeare and they're so dramatic and so funny and everything is just, you know, 10 times more than anybody they're else. They're having a you murder know. mystery party. They're having a murder mystery party. They show up there um, and they're just still trying to get to the big party. They investigate. They go to the library in a very funny scene to investigate because they don't know the address they're not they don't have these people on their phone they can't find there's a hilarious scene where they end up at a pizza place that because they watch instagram yes they watch an instagram video and they see the pizza boxes so they go to the pizza place to ask the delivery driver actually they break into his car and they're sitting in the back how do they ask the delivery driver They're in the back seat, and to disguise themselves, they have long hair, but they, I can't even describe it to you. They pull it over their face, and they, like, tie it in the middle of their face, so they have, like, hair on their forehead and hair below their mouth. It's just, it's they just so mask. funny. They make, like, a, a robbery mask out of their hair. Mm-hmm. Yes, and so they're just, just hilariously trying to get where he delivered the pizza and the guy is so funny he's like girls like you broke into my car you don't even know me like i could take you into a field and kill you and murder you like you're trusting me take you across the straight state lines and they're just like yes yes i could take you yeah we're right by the interstate i could take you across state lines hogtie you what are y'all doing in here and they have that you know their faces disguised and um and they're like getting on their phone he's like don't show me your phone and what you're doing and what like what are y'all thinking and then they it's private um and then they're like well you know where you delivered the pizzas at can you take us there and he's like no what are you in it like i'm not gonna take it out of my car um, you can't trust me. I love it me. when he's like, do you have a weapon? And they're like, no. no. And he's like, I have a weapon. <laughs> I've got <laughs> a weapon. <laughs> and he's like, you thought too long on the hair. You were focusing on the hair. <laughs> yes. Uh, 
And so they they end up getting to the party after all of this. Um, by they were, they were picked up by their teacher, their awesome yes. teacher, Miss Fine, played hilariously by Jessica Williams, who was in that show that we both watched. Um, um Shrinking, Shrinking. Yes, she needs oh, that's to be another in show I watched recently. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, Again. Oh, you rewatched it. I could rewatch that show. Yep. Jessica Williams needs to be in more stuff because she is so She funny. just needs to have her own movie because she does. One, I relate to her on every level mm-hmm. possible. Yes. And her character in this movie cracks me up. I love the kid that is constantly hitting on her. Mm-hmm. Constantly. <laughs> and I love how like, the girls yeah. are like, she is their biggest celebrity. Like, yes. These girls think she is, hung, she hung the moon. Yeah, she's amazing. We can touch her clothes. Amazing. She can wear her clothes. Yes, yes. So she gives them like her change of clothes because she has clothes in her car, and so they finally make it to the party. And it's they make it to the party, and um, Molly realizes that she does have a crush on like the popular guy that she's just really can't stand. You know, mm-hmm. um, Nick. So they hang out. Nick, yeah, Nick, played by Mason Gooding, who's Cuba's also just son. Yes, that's crazy. Um, it's it's very crazy. All these people, yeah. it just makes me feel very old. Same, same. Um, so they have a nice flirtation. They play a game together. Caitlin Deaver is has a crush on this other chick, um, named Ryan in the movie, and she's like this cool skateboarding chick, like really like quirky and cool. Um, played by Victoria Ruska. Always well, wearing um, like skater shorts and yes. a, like a tank or just she she yeah. dresses like you know yeah she's very tomboy and you would assume that she was into girls and I think she at the party there's this great scene where she's trying to get that information out of her they hang out they do karaoke together which is I love that scene mm-hmm. um, where they're singing Atlantis in the karaoke mm-hmm. room. Um, so all is going good at the party to start with, like so well. You're like, this can't, you know, you know, this can't it's too go good. Bad. Molly's got her guy over here, you know, yeah. Caitlin's got or you know, Amy has her girl over here, like yes. things are going swimmingly. Things are going good, and then cut to uh Amy finds the two crushes of both of them. So you got Nick and Ryan making out in the pool together. Mm-hmm. And so she goes to tell Molly, Amy goes to tell Molly, and they get in a huge, huge fight. Just heartbreaking. Heartbreaking fight. In front of everybody. In front of everybody. And so they separate. Um, they're still at the party. And so Amy does have a little ex- a first time experience with another chick, which she wasn't looking for. Her name was Hope, uh, paid, played by Diana Silvers. They have a little hookup, but that goes awful because she pukes on her and <laughs> doesn't know, like some anatomy lessons, if you will. She doesn't understand what she's doing, which is a no. big. It's a big anxiety inducer yes. for her through the whole movie. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Molly's trying to get her, you know, yes, yeah, uh, experienced. Mm-hmm. And she's <laughs> just, she's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Yep. And um, 
we see she doesn't really know what she's doing, but no, she doesn't. I think it's endearing and sweet. You know, yes. she's trying. She is trying. And then she throws um, up on her. And then she throws up on her. And so the night just goes awful. The cops come. Um, people, Amy gets arrested because she decided to create a diversion. So she gets arrested. <laughs> so she's in jail. And then come graduation morning. Uh, <laughs> Molly, because it's so pointless. What? They're like, don't do it. She's like, I, I know, it. I've got it. Just she run. does it. She just runs out and gets arrested. Um, so that morning, it's graduation morning, and so Molly decides to go pick her up from jail, and they make up. Like this whole movie is about their friendship, and that's the main thing about this movie uh-huh. is their friendship. And they make up, they make it to graduation in a very cool scene because they get to borrow um, Jared's car. He's got a very cool car. Um, and they break and into he graduation. Starts, he starts the speech for her. Yes, he does. <laughs> um, and she comes, because she's the valedictorian, so she's got the speech to give. She's the so valedictorian, Amy's the salutatorian. Mm-hmm. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. So they make it to graduation, and uh, the the last scene of this movie I love so much. They're because Amy. So they have plans, you know. She's going. Molly's going off to Yale, but Amy's taking a gap year, and she's going to like Africa somewhere Botswana. to Botswana, yes, to uh, make like women's tampons. Like, tampons. She's making tampons. Because <laughs> in the first uh, scene, she's like, "I'm saving lives." I'm saving yes, lives. Saving lives. So she's going to go do that for a year. And that was part of the fight because Molly thought that Amy was just going to be there for a few months. Um, uh-huh. But she was like, no, I'm going to be there for a whole year. I'm taking a gap year. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to go do that. Um, but the ending scene, Molly's dropping Amy off at the airport to go. And you just know that this is like, this is the moment that, you know your life will never be the same and your friendship mm-hmm. with your best friend will never be the same again it's, it's not going to be the same it's that it doesn't moment. have to end but it's not going to be different it's not going to be the same yeah. and so they just you know they just so sweetly say goodbye to each other and then when they're separated when she's in the car she just starts molly starts bawling mm-hmm. and so does amy when she's walking away because they just know but they're then, best yeah, they're best friends. But then, hilariously, she like scares her, and she's like, oh, "I don't have to be the first one on the plane. Let's go get pancakes." And uh-huh. she's like, "Yeah, let's go." And then that's how the movie ends. You know, it's perfect. It's and, perfect. There's so many things that happen in this movie, but the the story is so well told and hilarious. It's kind of like super bad in that there's just a lot going on over one night. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 very well done. I I love how <laughs> supportive the girls are of each other. Mm-hmm. I love yes. how you know even like I'm sorry I'm getting ahead of myself. It's it's such a great great movie. No, it's uh um, so I watched a lot of interviews, of course, with the cast and Olivia and you know everybody you know says how do y'all feel about people comparing this to um super bad and uh, mm-hmm. beanie felstein was like well of course we love you know super bad's a classic for a reason mm-hmm. you know of course we love that 
um, because she's like, you know, super bad uh, portrayed a male friendship, very sweet male friendship, mm-hmm. and what what's yeah that is like. Uh, and she's like, you know, this movie Booksmart is something that doesn't get shown a lot about high school female friendships and how you can be mm-hmm. supportive of each other not and happy toward one another and yes yeah. yeah and she's like of course we love that but she's like but we are our own you know book smart is on mm-hmm. its own and can stand it's, it's on its own level mm-hmm. yeah i love the um, scene in you know after the party when they're when she's beanie's walking um holly's walking by herself mm-hmm. and um what's her name oh Molly yeah Gordon. Um, yeah, girl that plays triple A. Yeah, yeah. She's also in going the bear. to Yale. She's in the bear. She is so pretty. Yes. I so wish pretty. I had her eyebrows. I know. Um, she pulls up alongside her and offers her a ride. You know, she kind of explains how she got the name Triple A mm-hmm. because it's a mm-hmm. sexual reference. Um, and I like it when she kind of calls her out. She's like, you know what? Don't call me that this at Yale because. I, that's not my name. She's like, what hurt? The, she's like, I expected the guys to say it, but I, it right. really hurt when you said it and the girl said yes. it because yep. I didn't expect that to happen. And yeah. that was a really good point. Mm-hmm. And it, mm-hmm. and I like that she called it out. Um, yeah. Me too. I love that. Scene. It's nobody. A, it's nobody's business mm-hmm. if something did happen. And B, you don't need to be perpetuating those names. Right. You know. Exactly. Yeah, you don't have to keep that whole um, dialogue about how women are a certain way because uh, mm-hmm. you rumors slut or somebody. slut shaming. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I so love you that. Don't even know if it's true. Mm-hmm. I know. Yes, exactly. Mm. Yeah. So some some little fun facts about the movie. Like I said, it was Olivia Wilde's first directing. Um, and she's directed one more after that. Um, gosh, don't worry, darling, which I know is shrouded in drama. But um, from what I can tell, Booksmart, you know, like what I can tell is Booksmart um, and the cast and how they talked about Olivia was just so much respect. And that Olivia was just one of the best people to work for. Um, and just had so much enthusiasm for the story and respected all the actors so much. And mm-hmm. like everybody just just kept on about how wonderful it was to work for her. So I don't know what mm-hmm. happened with Don't Worry, Darling. I think it was just romantic drama. I'm not a or fan something. of Olivia's personal life. I think she made some choices that weren't very good. But. I do love this movie, and I think it was a great piece of work. Yes, yes. Um, so Olivia encouraged and really wanted Caitlin and Beanie to really have that chemistry, like you were lifelong friends. And so yeah. she wanted them to live together during post or pre-production and then while they were filming. So they did, and they just mm-hmm. said that they just, they immediately had that chemistry and they live together and they're still like really, really close to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, but Beanie knew a lot of the other actors like Beanie and um, hold on. Let me get the one that was in the bear, Molly Gordon. Yeah. Molly mm-hmm. Gordon. 
they have been friends for a very, very long time. Like, a long time. I think a lot of these actors are, like, theater kids. Like, grew Mm -hmm. up in, like, New York theater. So, for sure, like, uh, Noah Galvin and Austin Crute, Molly Gordon, Skyler. um, I think they're all... And Diana Silvers, too. Like, they're just all, like, theater kids that knew each other. Yeah. Um, so, let's see. Other fun facts about this movie. I don't know if I have much more. I just know that um, there's so many things that I love about this movie. And I love the fact that there's really... It has the same kind of like high school tropes, but it turns it on its head into Mm -hmm. a much more modern um, way in that like there's no Mm -hmm. villain in this movie. You don't have like the mean girls. You know what I mean? Um, Well, you don't see everybody kind of ganging up on one character either, which I appreciate. It's kind of like, yeah, they said all that stuff about Molly in the bathroom, but they were really accepting of her when they came to the party. You know, yeah. nobody was like, oh, why are they here? Like, they right. were very chill. They were very cool. Yeah. Um, I like the acceptance mm-hmm. that all of the teens showed. It. And I like how close they acted together. You know, even at graduation, yeah. like, you can see they're all very different, but they all accept each other for who they are. That's right. Like, everybody is themselves. And there's no mm-hmm. homophobia. Like, mm-hmm. the gay guys and Caitlin Deaver is just out. Like, she's been out for two years. Um, they're, like, they exist as real see people. see a lot of diversity. There is a, a lot, lot of, diversity. of diversity. Which I think is probably a pretty accurate portrayal of... Um, it's more accurate of high school. Accurate of high because school. Because there are many different races and creeds. <laughs> yes, there is. And sexuality is just... You're another person that happens to be gay or straight or bi or what I mean, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just treated with respect because it's not an issue. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they get yeah, to exist. It's, it's they like get it's to have, they don't yes. make it an issue. Mm-mm. No, we don't have to have a big long scene about um, how Amy's being treated because she's gay by some bully. You know what I mean? Like. They all accept her. Yeah. For her shit. And they accept people. And I like that they, they, they accept everybody, but they still acknowledge everybody's. Yes. They're (laughs) like, Jared, you can't buy people's, Mm -hmm. you can't buy people's affection. He's like, but that's what, yeah, you can. Yeah. You know, I like that (laughs) everybody kind of has, like, everybody Mm -hmm. knows everybody in these different levels of, like, yeah popularity or whatever and they're Mm -hmm. still cool hanging with each other yeah you know yeah yeah and i love their friendship i love the two main characters Mm -hmm. friendship Mm -hmm. and how supportive they are of each other Mm -hmm. they are not in competition with each other they lift each other up they give each other pep talks they talk about how beautiful and smart and just wonderful each other slaps beanie felstein after she's you know she's getting down (laughs) on herself she's like don't talk about my best friend that way don't talk about my best friend that way yes i know i love it 
We're like, um, do you know how wonderful and beautiful you are today? And just like the I first love the scene. scene when they get out of the that scene cracks me up. The first scene, and then when they <laughs> yes. get out of Miss Fine's car, and they're like, um, <laughs> "Hello, you look amazing." I love yes, it. I love I it so much. So that first scene, this was something Olivia chose to do. Um, she said that once they developed this friendship in real life, that's how they would greet each other in real life. Beanie and Caitlin would start, if they were going to see each other, they'd just start dancing as they're greeting. I love it so much. <laughs> and so Olivia was like, that has to be the opening of the movie is them Perfect. dancing. And there you have it. She's like, are we going to go to school or are we just going to do this all day? Yeah, I love it. It's great. I know. Me too. Um, let's see. So another little interesting tidbit is that um, they loved Billy Lord so much. Like Billy Lord came in and just she became so good, so funny, so good, so funny that they rewrote her to be in more scenes because. They just realize that we have something here and she gem. needs to be, mm-hmm. we have a gem and she needs to be in more of it. Mm-hmm. And then another interest, interesting casting thing was um, Olivia always wanted Beanie. Like she was like, I, Olivia said she made a vision board of this movie and the vision board, she did her fantasy casting. And so she put Beanie as Molly. Like that was her number one choice. Always to to cast Beanie Feldstein. And so um, they had another role in mind for her, but they took that, they pretty much wrote that role out and put Beanie in as the lead because Olivia was like, it's Beanie. Like, we have to have her as Molly. It's her. She's the one. Mm -hmm. Yes. And And perfect. Perfect casting choice. Yes. Might I add. Perfect. So I think that's all my fun facts about the movie, Sean. Such a good one. It just makes you laugh, like cry laughing. It just makes you cry laughing. No. Um. So, what did you see this in the theater? Um, We did not see. I was bad too, and we did not go to the theater. And I like kick myself when I don't go to the theater to see these movies. We watched it at home when it came out. Like I, um, I have it. Like I own it. So it's it's one that I just kind of bought before I watched because I knew mm-hmm. I just kind of knew that you knew you were gonna it. like it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, There's I watched it. Like I remember you can just buy. Yeah, because you're gonna rewatch I'm them. Gonna watch like this you're again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna rewatch them. Yeah. What were your two or one or two top favorite scenes? <sighs> oh gosh okay okay so this scene cracks me up and i i'm gonna try to explain it in a pg way um the two girls are in their room in uh Uh amy's room (laughs) they're discussing masturbation yes they are and so because they're discussing you know amy hasn't you know, she's come out. She doesn't have a girlfriend. She's never experienced it. And so they start talking <laughs> about masturbation. And then well, she's she like, starts, I don't know what to do. And she's like, just yeah, flip, I don't know what to do. Just take what you do to yourself and flip it. Flip it. Just flip it. <laughs> flip it. 
And then I start talking all her stuffed animals that she has up around. And so she starts guessing, like, oh, my gosh, have you been, like, active with any of your stuffed animals? Your books? Your She's books? Like, your books? That's a little Freudian, but okay. Yes. <laughs> and then it's this panda that's up there that's, like, missing an eye. Like, the eye is hanging down. <laughs> Just can't. And then at the end of the movie, which I haven't mentioned oh who Amy's parents are. They're, they're Lisa Kudrow. Amy's parents. Amy's parents are Lisa Kudrow and Will Forte. Like two legends. Two comedy legends. Yes. Perfect when they walk in. It's perfect. <laughs> yes. And it's so there's a running gag that they Amy's parents think that her and Molly are like an item. Like they're actually doing mm-hmm. it. Uh, mm-hmm. and, but they're just being supportive parents um there it's so sweet she's like she's my special friend and yes his name is like friend it's friend. A friend anyway i love that scene uh just that whole talk in the panda but at the end of the movie you know she's her parents are helping her pack up and she's taking is it like the name of it's like ying Oh, I forget the name of Yingling. I can't remember the name. I know. I'm like, oh, you're taking Yingling. And then I start like hugging it and putting her face (laughs) in the face. Molly's like, make it stop. Make Make it stop. stop. Uh, I love that scene. I love, um, I love the karaoke scene where they're singing Alanis at the party. So um, good. Which is so funny. The guy, and I always forget his um, character name in the movie. George. George. Yeah, George. George starts it, and he's so funny how he sings it. And then Molly or Amy ends up finishing the song out. Um. Oh gosh. I. <sighs> In the in the whole uh, pizza delivery driver like, that scene attempt. is my favorite. That's that's so just funny. my favorite scene. I think it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. I think the the use of the hair. Yes, yes. <laughs> and the fact I'd, that he's just like, "Are you, you serious? Are you serious? You can't trust me." Oh, and this is so funny too. I didn't even say this. That dude when Amy goes to print. When a- when Molly goes to bail out Amy at the prison, there's a wanted sign, and it's him. Like, it's That's him. It's a known pedophile. <laughs> yes. And so how she gets um, Amy out of prison is they have information on him. Yeah. Like, we're the last ones like, to see him. We've seen this guy. Yeah. We know him. We know him. And so that's how she gets her out of out of jail. So that was a nice little touch. I love it so much. Yeah. I love it so, so much. So many favorite scenes. So many. It, it, it really is. And it's just like every scene has so much in it. Mm-hmm. Did you identify with any of the characters in this movie? Well, I mean, I have to say Amy, right? I got mm-hmm. to. Um, I wish I was out in high school, so I, I, I don't know what that is like to just be out and everybody be okay with that. Like, that's like... Well, and if you were out in high school, it would have been very different. Oh, it would have been Than if you so were different. out now. 
Yes. It would not have been the same experience. No. So when I watch things like this that are like so modern and current, like I love it. I love it. But then Mm -hmm. it also makes me a little like, like, ah, I wish I could have experienced that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I'm so happy that representation like that is now and kids mm-hmm. get to watch that and have it be and kids something today positive. Are just very different. They're very different. They're very accepting. They're very open. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I remember doing something in class. I don't remember. And I said, well, he thinks, and they're like, did you just assume the character's gender? Yeah, I and know. I I did. I, I didn't did. realize I did, but I did. It's Shame just kind on of me. their generation. They're very aware, mm-hmm. you know, and they're very intelligent because they have access they to everything. They do. And I just, I again, I love how this movie portrays acceptance. Just mm-hmm. they are who they are. They're just, mm-hmm. that's who they are. Yeah. 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 So, Amy, yes, like I... The whole, like, not knowing what to do and being scared and um, mm-hmm. just all that. I mean, yeah. that's All that anxiety totally. and, like, mm-hmm. just a lot going on behind the scenes there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, un- yeah. yeah. that's understandable. But, I do mean, you... that's, that's it. Who do you think stole the show? Well, okay, the two leads, Caitlin and Beanie, are Mm -hmm. amazing and fantastic and wonderful, but you have to say Billy Lord came in and was like... She's with her doped up strawberries that she forced them to eat. (laughs) Oh my god, I totally forgot about that scene. It was like ayahuasca, but um, stronger. Yes. And so there's that... She forced them to eat There's the whole scene where they start hallucinating and both of them are like Barbie dolls. (laughs) Like two dolls. Um, That is just hilarious. I love it because they're like looking in the mirror and Molly's character is like, these proportions are awful. You know, she's going on this feminist rant and then Mm -hmm. uh, Amy's there. She's like, yeah, these these are bad. These mounds. And then she starts touching herself. She's like, this is actually, I love this body. I like this. Uh, I have no genitalia. They're like, I have no genitalia. genitalia. None. Uh -uh. Anyway, that whole scene is fantastic too but billy lord is just bizarre and crazy and she just every scene that she's in she steals it hilarious totally hilarious yep do you think this movie has aged well it's only been about four years but do you think it's aged well there's a lot going on in it there's a lot going on and i think you know i'm not cool i'm not hip i don't know what the cool kids are doing these days but I imagine it's something similar to this movie. I I would hope yeah. that it, yeah, like like you see I them mean, fighting at the party, and you see everybody filming it. That's very accurate. Very, yeah, very accurate. Very. But even the guy, like I love how the guys talk in this movie because they're so aware of their language that they're using, um, as in like you know, consensual, like we have to mm-hmm. be consent, you know, they, they are speaking very modern and very mm-hmm. aware of uh, this current how feminist time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. How to treat women. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, well, know. I like that there wasn't like overused exploitation with girls. Like you didn't no. see this guy just besides, Mm-mm. you know, Eduardo Franco trying to get with Miss <laughs> Fine, which is just funny. Yes. You don't see like the horn dog character constantly Mm-mm. badgering these girls for sex. No. Which is very refreshing. It They're is. They're living their lives. Yes. I love that, that it's not the um, typical teen movie trope where the guy's just constant. I mean, and I love these movies. Constantly talking about, about sex. Constantly uh-huh. talking about sex. Yeah. Um, the, I don't know. I just, it, it gives me hope. It really does. Like, if yeah. kids are really It's very aware different of teen movie than, like, mm-hmm. when we were teens and, like, Cat Hardly Wait. Because, I mean, uh-huh. you watch Can't Hardly Wait. It's it's a great movie. I love that movie. Uh-huh. Me too. But ninety percent of that movie is trying to get laid. That's all you know, it's about. Yeah. This is not that. No. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it ages perfectly. I think it will. I mean, I I think it will age good. Like as yeah. it as we go it, on, I think it's mm-hmm. going to. Yeah, I agree. One hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. That, yeah. Great pick, Yandra. I think it's wonderful, and I want to watch it again. Me I too. Should just buy it. You should just buy it. You should. I, should. I love it. I love it. And I. And again, I. What another thing that I love about this movie is it really, it really captures, like I said earlier, it captures the moments where you know your life is going to change. And the life that you knew, this wonderful, free life that you lived in high school. The only thing you had to worry friend, about was school. That's it. And, uh, you know, it seemed stressful at the time, but you look back and you're like, oh, my God, I really was, like, free um, mm-hmm. to and just, just young do and just do what you mm-hmm. want. Like, it really captures that feeling of um, that time in your life. Uh, and then in that moment in the last scene it's just like oh that like feeling of you know your your life is never going to be the same again with mm-hmm. your best friend like you just know it mm-hmm. and yeah. it just perfectly perfectly portrays that. It. Mm-hmm. yeah ah i love great it pick. it's a great Thanks, movie Shelley. thank yeah. you i'm glad you liked it i'm glad i did I did. I just saw us a lot in that film. Same. It made me laugh. Made me I laugh. Know. I know. Just being kind of clueless, not really knowing what's going on, but we're going to give it a shot anyway. <laughs> yes. I wish we okay. would have had Shelly. I wish, I wish we could go back and do a night like that in high school. Absolutely. If you and I, it, that would be crazy. We kind of got close in college, but not even really. Yeah. The the yeah. part I was thinking, you remember when you and I went to the Leaf in Abilene and we were just really psyching ourselves <laughs> up about it? Andrew and yeah. I, we we smoked cigarettes in, in yeah. college and we mm-hmm. were, you got to understand, this was a big rebellion for us because mm-hmm. we went to a very conservative Christian university yeah. and... Um, <laughs> to hide the fact that we were smoking cigarettes. Yes. In Abilene, there was this place called uh, The Leaf, and it was Mm -hmm. a tobacco shop. You could go Uh buy cigars and sit around, and I just remember us really having to get up the nerve to even drive over there and then go in, and just feeling totally 
like rebels the whole time. I know. Man, we, we were so sheltered, Charlie. We were so we were insanely sheltered. Gosh. I think about all this oh stuff sometimes. God. You're like, oh my gosh. Like I had no clue. No clue. I, know. I was in a big no. bubble. Big bubble. <laughs> well, oh, I, think, I think this is a good week. What I think are so you going to watch next week? All right, Shelly. So we talked about this earlier. And I think we've both decided to go with the 80s, right? We're doing 80s next week. We're doing 80s, so I got to go with Heathers next week. The Heathers! Yeah. With Miss Wynonna herself. My girl crush. I love Queen. I love her. I love this movie. It'll be interesting to rewatch this movie. I I haven't seen it in a while. Claire and I, okay. So Claire and I started this movie because I was like, Uh I got to see the Heathers. Yeah. She wasn't that into it. So I'm going to make her try to watch it again. Okay. Try again. Classic. It is. Classic. Yes, it is. It's it's not, I mean, it's pretty nasty. Like It's weird. It's a weird It's weird. It is. But it's amazing. I mean, there's a musical of it, so. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a classic. Okay, Shelly, what are you talking about? I'm doing the John Hughes classic. Uh, 16 Candles. Mm. With Molly Ringwald. Okay. And, you know, the Cusacks are in this. There's just so many mm-hmm. names in this. Kind of like with Heathers, you know, it's like, yes. there's just so many names that you don't, you watch it and you're like, oh my God. I Ooh, mean, there's s- so many to pick of his movies um, during this time. It was, yeah. He it's hard to made pick. a lot. It's hard to pick. But I like Sixteen Candles. It'll be also very interesting to rewatch this one. Like it's been a while. I almost picked some kind of wonderful with uh-huh. um, Eric Stoltz, Mary Stuart uh-huh. Masterson, um, uh-huh. Leah. Um, what's her name? Leah. Yep, Leah. I know who you you're know, talking. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. I watched that movie on VHS 110 times like a week. I loved it so much. But I feel like 16 Candles is yeah. going to be really fun to talk about. I cannot wait to talk about yeah. that. I know. I mean, what Leah Thompson, by the way. Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson. Thank you. Yes. Um, Back to the future. Do you, do you remember Dennis the Menace movie made in the 90s? <laughs> With her as the mom. I do. Um, I had the biggest crush on her in that movie. That's the movie. <laughs> Dennis the Menace. With Walter Matthau. That woman is so pretty. I like Leah Thompson. Oh my gosh, she's gorgeous. Yeah. Anyway. I love that that's what did it for you. Leah Thompson as mom was, and Dennis the Menace. Yeah, she was one of many, but that very formative. Like, I remember that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You're like, huh. Sorry, I didn't mean to get off on a... That's okay. (laughs) I had a huge crush on Eric Stoltz and some kind of wonderful. And I look back and I'm like, man, I'm a scrawny teenager. (laughs) I don't get it. It's funny. Um, It's weird what our brains do. I know. It really is. That's a good movie, too. But, I mean... There's a Sixteen Candles. I mean... Sixteen Candles, Breakfast Club. I know. You know... Fast times, anything. Fast times. But we're just gonna have to do another series of teen movies. 
We have to. This is the well is deep with teen movies. The well is very deep. Very deep. I'd say it's one of the best genres of movies. Like really, everybody can relate to it because everybody's gone through it. It's it's just yeah, everybody can relate. You know, Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's just they're just wonderful movies. So relatable. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay, Andra. Well, I'm excited to watch these movies again. Yes, me too. I hope you have a great week. (laughs) Thanks for listening. We're going to be seeing each other, Shelly. We're going to be be seeing each other other. this weekend. And we are going going to figure out how to record in the same room. Most (sighs) people don't have this issue. We have this issue. We do. But we're going to figure it out. Claire was supposed to be on the last episode but it yeah. didn't work out so nope, maybe i can get around for another one yeah we but, can um, try yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you in person yes and i'm too. looking forward to seeing y'all next week um please yeah. like follow subscribe mm-hmm. and um you can follow us on instagram at what she watching pod you can email us at what she watching pod at gmail.com and go to our website at what she watching pod.com yes Good job, Shelly. Did I get everything? I think so. Yep. Good job. Okay. All right. All right. Well, we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.